All right, welcome to Rcast, the podcast where I talk about things that interest me, whether it be media or books or movies or TV shows or anything. And today we're going to talk about Persona. So Persona is a video game series created by Atlas. Atlas is a Japanese game developer, primarily known for their RPGs. And technically, Persona started as a side series to another series called Shin Megami Tensei. However, they have uh, since kind of removed the SMT branding and kind of made their like, it's like its own thing now, pretty much. And it is an extremely good game series. And since recently, they released Persona 4 uh, Golden Edition onto uh, PC. I'm going to talk about the one that I have played, which is Persona 5. Although I recently just got Persona 4 and I played the very intro, and I was very uh, interested in what I saw. So, to explain Persona succinctly, it is a Japanese RPG. But instead of taking place in a fantasy world like most of them do, it takes place in kind of a hybrid. So you spend about ha um, half the game time in the real world, and then you spend uh, the other half in the Persona world, which has a different name in each game. Uh, in the one that I played 5, it's called the Metaverse. In uh, 4, I believe it's called the TV world. Uh, kind of has a unique game or yeah, unique name, sorry, uh, has a unique name each time. So, basically, what you do is you have a schedule, much like real life, and you have to follow that schedule every single day. Um, it gives you kind of two blocks of time, and it's your choice what you do with those two blocks. So, you can, for example, um, go to the you can go to like the bathhouse and that'll increase your charm or you can go to the diner and that'll increase your knowledge and you have these five what are called social stats and your social stats determine how well you do when you talk to people and there's different ones so there's guts which is like how courageous you are or there's charm which is how charming you are or kindness which is how kind you are like stuff like that um where the game really gets fascinating though is when you start getting into combat now, uh, combat takes place in the Persona world, or the, the kind of weird alternate, like, space. It's not space. Oh, how do I explain this? So, in the Persona-verse, there is a sea born from the, like, desires of human souls called the... Um, like I said, metaverse or TV world or whatever. And this location is one that changes depending on the whims of the people in the real world. It's basically a mirror. And in this mirror, born from the desires and thoughts and beliefs of humans, are beings called shadows. And shadows are almost always kind of like chaotic and harmful and they just want to like basically absorb people they kind of represent the negative aspects of humanity but if a human 
can witness their shadow and overcome it, uh, both in the persona world and in their actual head. Like they realize the things about themselves that they were trying to hide. Um, that the shadow will become a persona and will become bound to them. And that's what gives people magic powers in this setting. Um, every single main character after Persona 2, because there's been technically six, but more like five games in the series, um, which is confusing, but every Persona character after the second has an ability called the Wild Card. And the wild card lets them have multiple personas, because usually you can only have one. And that ties into the combat in a big way. So one of the main themes of the Persona series is kind of taking these aspects that would be very bizarre and very goofy and weird in any other story and finding a way to kind of make them fit in a very smart and emotional way. Because now, since your magic powers are based on your personality, um, going out to visit your friends in the game is actually important. Because as you help them realize things about themselves, as you become deeper friends with them, they will realize more power. So it gives you an advantage both in the RPG side of the game and in the social side of the game. And the kind of merging of these two parts is, I think, what makes Persona such an amazing series. Uh, Persona 5 is very unique in the series, apparently, because it, it primarily revolves around things like um, the, the concept of like rebellion against authority, uh, the idea of what happens when you are, for example, com um, you are punished for a crime you did not commit. And that's kind of where, what the main character starts as in Persona 5, is you are, um, you try and help a woman who's being assaulted, and in turn, the guy who is assaulting her says that you hit him with no warning. And then the main character, whose name is Joker, but he's basically you, um, he's forced to live in Tokyo. And that's where things get really wild, because he... The, the kind of supernatural world is revealed to him and he decides to use it by kind of getting together a group and um, entering the minds of criminals and trying to reform them through magic, basically trying to quote unquote steal their heart and um, turn them into good people again. And it is such a compelling, like smart idea because now, in a lot of games, especially in RPGs, it's kind of hard to look at the world and not think like, yeah, this is like a fake place. And they kind of use that to their advantage, the, the kind of abstraction that happens in these, these games. Because now, it makes perfect sense. The dungeons you go into are not real. They're created by the minds of these criminals, and they reflect the, like, beliefs, desires... Um, in, in the game they call it distortion but it's basically like the evil within these people so just an example the first one you fight um, 
he perceives a school as a castle because he thinks he's the king of the castle. And then they interpret that literally by having you like run through this like crazy castle dungeon. And it's just so smart. It's unbelievably smart. And I'm trying to think of other things to say about it. Because the problem is I don't want to go into specifics because it's very much a series that if you talk too much about it, uh, you'll start getting into like spoiler territory. I think it's very much a series that benefits from experiencing it firsthand because I'd heard a bunch about it from my friend because my friend has played Persona 4 like 20 times. Uh, he vehemently says that it is his favorite game of all time. So I wanted to try and experience it for myself at least once. And I am so glad that I did. I'm, I'm so glad that I happened to find a copy on sale on Amazon for PlayStation 3 for Persona 5. And even though I'm not technically playing the full version, because they have a version called uh, Persona 5 Royal, that's like an expanded, um, basically the like full, complete, expanded version, I'm not playing that. But the version that I am playing is still an incredible game, and one that is absolutely worth picking up. Uh, it's definitely weird. There's definitely points in it that I would say are actually legitimately disturbing. It is not a game that pulls punches. Like, you will see messed up stuff. You will have, um, like, surprisingly, like, hardcore moments in an otherwise, like, goofy, fun game. It um, is all about kind of, like, showing you these, like, crazy, wacky... Um, fantasy concepts and like ideas like a cat that turns into a car or um, like a ton of like people turned into like ATM machines and crazy stuff like that but it kind of and this is a phrase I use a lot it tempers it by tying it to very specific like real world things and I think that that's genius I, I, I don't know I just think it's like an incredible series Persona 4 Golden, which is the predecessor to Persona 5, is out on Steam for $20, and I've heard only good things. I've started the very intro, and the very intro already had the same, like, really, like, just honest emotional moments that I saw from 5. Like, um, in the beginning, you kind of meet the, like, dad character who you're staying with, and he has like a moment where he's watching TV and he he falls asleep in front of the TV because his work is like really stressful and then the um the little girl that's living in the house that's like his daughter gets upset because he fell asleep and he like never takes time to talk to her that's not something you see in every game it's not something that's done with like a level of kind of seriousness and attention where you would like care about it but, like, 45 minutes into this game, I, like, already care about the characters. If you're uh, someone who likes video games that have a good story and have very well-realized, like, very genuine characters, I think Persona might be, like, the best in the business. I don't know. I just... It's very good. All right, before we finish off here... I would like to just talk about a few little things. I'm sorry for the fact that I have taken so long to make another episode. 
with the current situation going on in the world and the fact that I work at a grocery store, which is constantly flooded with people, <laughs> I've been pretty busy. And I uh, also with this kind of stuff going on, it was kind of hard for me to kind of find the motivation to do this again. But I really do enjoy it. And I do want to make good, uh, solid episodes for you guys. I want to talk about things that interest me. Uh, another quick note that I'd like to point out is... I may experiment with things other than media reviews or talking about like lost media or things like that. I don't know, but um, I want to find like good, solid topics for episodes. Uh, another thing too is I don't like trashing media because I feel like very commonly in um, reviews, reviewers kind of really love doing uh, reviews where they talk about things that they hate and like why they hate them and I don't really like that I, I kind of like the positivity of like oh this is awesome like this is why I love it like this this book is so great uh, that's what I like talking about and I think that if I did do a review for something that I thought was very flawed I would try to do it in a more like constructive manner where it would be like here's how you fix this because I don't know I feel like I just don't do a good job when I'm talking about something that I dislike. And I think that you guys would prefer to hear positive things than negative things. Uh, I would also like to thank, real quick, I noticed on my analytics that there is one person from South Africa that uh, listened to the show, and that is ridiculous. And I just think it's crazy that someone from South Africa happened to stumble upon this weird tiny like absolutely tiny podcast and that's just awesome i i appreciate every single time someone listens to one of these and i really hope that i can keep doing this as like a fun little hobby and even though times are tough right now and things are kind of crazy i hope that i can just make something that makes me happy and hopefully uh, if you're listening to this it also makes you happy that's kind of my only goal. So next time, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll just try and find topics that are good and interesting. And I hope you enjoy listening to them. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode. And I hope you have a wonderful day.